If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Welcome to another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, with another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast for you guys. Hey, um, if you guys don't know, check out our website, www.averagefellas.com. I'll say it again, www.averagefellas.com. we got some cool things uh, happening there on the website. I'm still working on it, putting it together, though, but you can check out all the links there. All the links will send you out to our Facebook, Instagram. Um, if you need to connect to other podcast platforms, you can do it through our website as well. We have links there that'll that'll send you out to all over the place. And also working on a little project there, and my uncle and I kind of dive into that a little bit in today's episode, but um, I'm working on some things, you know, moving some things around, and I'm really excited for it, really excited for it. So uh, I'm not sure when this episode's going to air or when it does air. So, you know, hopefully you guys will, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens by then. <laughs> um, another thing real quick before we get into this episode, uh, this call that we had was um, a little a little difficult to get through. Internet sort of went down for a second. And uh, not only that, uh, my, my uncle, he uses, uh, you know, he was using his phone. So he was sort of in and out, cutting in and out for a second. So I did rescue as much of the interview as I could get. and uh, But it was still good. There's a lot of nuggets here that I think you guys would really enjoy. And uh, yeah, once again, thank you for listening to the Average Fells Podcast. And staying true to who you are. And uh, don't be fake. Don't be fake. Yeah. Don't, don't 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 be fake for anybody. Uh, young person, man, you just beginning. This is the beginning for you, and uh, it's awesome that you that you stepped out like this and and you're starting this show and and you're you're a young entrepreneur. And there's gonna be this. Just might be the first hurdle of many, and uh, you'll you'll like over. You'll you'll win it and move on to your next uh, your next thing to conquer, you know. And yeah, um, every day for me, uh, I feel blessed, you know, just getting up and uh, I'm in pain, uh, but it but that's just the way life's gonna be for me. So just keep going. I keep going, you know. I. I work for people, and they're like, I don't, I don't know how you do what you do with all the metal you got in your body and everything that's happened to you. How do you still do what you're doing? Yeah. And uh, you know, I can't lift weights. I would love to. I would love to lift weights, you know. And uh, but the doctors say that's that's going to cripple me. Oh no. You know. Yeah. So I would, you know, I do this, and uh, uh, how the jobs line up. It's just word of mouth, you know, like your coffee and your show. It's word of mouth. Hey, have you heard Z-Man's show? Check out this podcast. Okay, it's all word of mouth, and that's how you – and as long as you stay true to that. Yeah. Uh, I had a young man that was questioning a job I was doing for his grandfather, and uh, he was walking around and looking at what I was doing, and he said, why would you do this, and why is this like this? And I go, you're looking at things – it's the beginning of the project, and this is a one-man show. I don't have a partner that can go 20 feet down there and hold the board for me. So things you are seeing are to help me do this job by myself. 
and when you uh, when you've been involved in construction, yeah, and you don't have a partner, you learn how to do things by yourself, you know, and and uh, all, you know, Uncle Gil, I mean that guy, that guy did, has built some amazing things. Oh, that guy has built some amazing things, and uh, by I don't know how he did what he did, and he managed to do it till he retired. Uh, hard work. Uncle Gil has done some hard work as well as your father. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had a, we had a crazy egotistical father that said some, said some things to us and a few things stuck in my head. You know, a lot of things I just said, this is, this is basically, you know, that's your life. It's not my life. Yeah. Uh, I want to live my life. Uh, not until I had children that I realized that's really important to to let your I know you want your kids to be a certain way but you know what their happiness is not your happiness yeah and uh, you have to let you have to let everybody do what they want to do and they got to find their own way and uh, uh, so our dad was like uh, uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie little big man but uh, little big man is about a, a American boy that gets captured by the Indians really young. And uh, it's about his life story growing up as a, as a half, well, they say he was a half-breed, but he really wasn't. He was just raised by Indians. Yeah. And so anyway, this is about the time Custer is, is uh, in his regime. And Custer, he meets Custer three times in his life as a, as a young boy. And the last time he meets Custard, and Custard never remembers him, but the last time he meets Custard, Custard, General Custard looks at him and he goes, son, I can tell by looking at a man's hands what he is, what his job is. And he says, son, let me see your hands. And so the guy, uh, Dustin Hoffman puts his hands out and he goes, son, you're a mule skinner. And I was like, well, what the hell is a mule skinner, you know? Well, a mule skinner is the guy who runs the chuck wagon and drives the mules. So, I, you know, but that was grandpa, basically. Let me see your hands. You're a carpenter. That's all you're going to be. This is how you hold your hammer. You put 10 nails in your hand, and this is how you drive them. Yeah. But nobody does things like anybody else. You find your way, like you. You're finding your way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, our fathers, our fathers wanted their way. You know, I thought I wanted Rudy my way and I didn't realize till, you know, maybe I was in my mid early forties that, you know what, uh, his, his happiness isn't mine and, and you gotta be happy, whatever it takes to make you happy. I don't care what it is. Yeah. If you got that spot, you stay with that spot. You know, uh, you, 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 everybody, when their children are born, they, they have a, a kind of a, uh, they have a vision when you see your child brought to you. Oh man, this is what's going to happen. You know, marriage, children, grandchildren, and not everybody's built for that. You know, it's it's a parent's fantasy, but the most important part is to see your children happy. Yeah. 
And uh, no matter what they do, support them. Be there for them. Uh, you know, if they're happy, that's all that counts. And they're not, they're not hurting. Their money is not happiness, man. It's not. I guarantee you that. You know, I've had it. Uh, I've been without it. And uh, it's not what it is, man. To me, it's a river. It's a campfire. Uh, it's fishing. Those are my happy places, man. I, I don't need to go anywhere extravagant. You know, I don't need to sit in an expensive hotel. I'll sit in a tent or sleep in my truck. I don't care. As long as I'm in that spot. Uh, I've never been... Uh, uh, I've had people in my life that, that want all this stuff, but it's never been important to me. If I have it, uh, it's all right, but... Uh, but uh, I can live without it. Like you said, a simple cup of coffee sitting by the river for me. And uh, especially campfire coffee. That's my favorite thing, man, to sit, to sit there and, and uh, uh, brew up a, cup, a pot of coffee over the fire. It's heaven to me. Wow. You yeah, know? it is. Uh, yep. I, you know, so uh, happiness is is where your heart finds it, man. And, and like I said, be true to yourself. Walk strong for yourself. Uh, don't, uh, don't let anybody challenge what you feel is right. Don't let anybody tell you, you know, I think, you know, no, this is, this is what I think. You know, if you have your feelings. This is my feeling. This is the way I am. Uh, you know, some of the best things I've ever owned have been stuck to the bottom of my shoes. And I, I told my brother Clyde that uh, one time. I said, uh, he said, you don't have anything to me. And I said, I got this dirt on the bottom of my shoe. It's mine. Yeah. I didn't have to pay for it. It was someplace I've been and someplace I wanted to be. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. uh uh, life is good. Life is good. And if coffee's the thing, man, go for it. Coffee's and the thing. Podcast Now, who's going to design this bag? I'm who's doing everything. Gonna... I'm doing oh, really? everything myself. I built the website myself. I built the podcast myself. I built my logo uh, myself. So everything's going to be independently done because the bottom dollar is me. And it's right. my, it's my vision. And this is, that's what you said. I'm following, I'm following what you said. If what something seems right to you, dedicate, gamble, you know, I've never bet on myself as a person. I've always fulfilled somebody else's dream. I've always pushed somebody else's cart uphill. And then hopefully they would give me, you know, a wage for pushing their cart uphill. Right. Right. Um, right. So but your dad never paid you. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, man. You can say it. Oh you can God. say it. I'll be there for you. Don't worry. Oh my Don't God, worry. paid me. You know, you know what kind of wages that man gave out. <laughs> See, that's why the, this. That's why this thing about the coffee has to be legit. That's why I want it to be. That's I'm going to communicate value and quality, and that reflects the price, right? So that's my achieve. That's what I'm achieving. I'm not selling you a brand because. This is the average, fellas. I'm a normal human being like everybody else. And these beans aren't going to grow differently because of me. I'm, I've am i sourced the artist, the, the roaster. 
right? I've, I've put together the packaging. I have a cause. I want to keep supporting small businesses, nonprofits. I want to keep getting their message out there to the world. So how do I keep the doors open um, and be able to, to do that? My passion is podcasting. I love talking on a microphone. I want to entertain people. I think that's always been a part of my life. So I think connecting the podcast with the purpose of supporting small businesses, nonprofits who I'm in already interested. I've volunteered my entire life for churches, nonprofits. You know, I've I've already done so much volunteer work. So why not continue doing what I've, what I know how to do is that's work with small businesses, nonprofits and these small organizations, youth clubs, which I'm good at. So I, I can I can pair that 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 purpose with my podcast and in a way that I can get people to support the purpose is by offering them a good quality uh, coffee Product. subscription. Exactly. So you're not getting nothing for some, you're not getting something for nothing by subscribing and helping out my podcast and trying to promote these small businesses. You're going to get four ounces of artisan roasted coffee that I sourced from a local business who I'm paying, who's getting a cut from your money from joining the subscription, right? Your subscription also pays me to keep interviewing these non these nonprofits these small businesses for free like i i host them on the show i record their episode i ask them the questions i go to their website i even buy products from them i test it myself and i get the story i post it for you guys to you know for the world to listen to really because i'm literally on 12 different podcast channels so our directories so you can find me on 12 different you know directories. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, now my own website. So I'm trying to cover a huge area and offer an opportunity to get people's voices out in the world, right? Some because and now it lives out there in the in the world. So now this the episode that I record, it's under Average Fellas Podcast. And every time you look for that, you can scroll through my library and find the episode and play it, you know. And it you could, know um, um... I, it's really important what you're doing uh, and pushing small businesses. Uh, the other thing that's important is to look at Latinos that have small businesses and, and push those people. Uh, I mean, everybody's important, man. And uh, there's nobody that that's not important, but, but, uh, you know, we have our cousin, Cynthia, you know, she's a female business owner, a Latina female, yeah. a Latina that has a professional business, and and there's, we need to push our kids to see that, you know, you can do this too. You you can be the artist, you can be, the, uh, the musician, you can be which anything you want to be, and it's uh, I met a lady years ago years ago, you know, an old lady, and she goes, you know, what's sad is uh, uh, Latinos or Hispanics, we were the creators of, of mathematics. We were, we aligned the stars before anybody knew anything about the planets. And, and now we're failing. We don't stick together. We don't push. As a culture, yeah. Uh, yeah, as a culture, we don't, we don't push our, our, people to come beside us you know we leave people behind and and what you're saying about you want to push other companies and you know and I'm not trying to make this uh, a racial thing or anything but it's important for 
our young people to see men, men and women like you that are entrepreneurs and are willing to put their necks out and believe in what they believe. And like I said, be true to that. Uh, I want every small business successful who cares about Ford and, and uh, a Chevy and all those other big companies exactly. like that. Yeah. Who cares about them? You know, it's, it's the people that make America. It's not those companies. Those companies just say, you bought a $50,000 car, you owe me $1,000 a month. And if you don't pay it, we're going to take it back, you know. So it's, you know, they don't care about money and they don't care about souls. Small business is about souls. It's about people's dreams. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's about people's happiness. And uh, uh, I, I go out every morning. Uh, and it doesn't matter if I'm just helping somebody, not getting paid, but I get out every morning and do something. You know, I got a I got a lady that's got a farm, and I go out and and do stuff in her barn for her. Uh, I don't ever ask her for anything. She's she knows her place was in shambles, so I just went over there. I said, I need something to do. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here on a couch. If you don't mind, I'll come and help take care of your place. And if I don't got no paying jobs, I go out to the barn and I work in the barn and take care of stuff. I fix her equipment, you know, and, and I, I don't ask for anything from her. You know, when, uh, when we were getting ready, when we get ready to buy our trailer, she goes, I got 20 acres. If you need a place to, to park for a while and get situated, you know, she goes, you're more than welcome to bring your place here and just squat for a while. Right. So you get situated and get ready for the road. So, you know, uh, you're, to to uh, do something for somebody and expect something or a blessing is totally wrong. Right. To expect any type, anything in return is wrong. And uh, you just do it. If somebody needs something and you got it and you're able to, to help them, you do it. Uh, and don't expect gratitude. Don't expect anything. Just... Just know that you did it. Be true to yourself. Be who you are. Don't worry about who the other people are and people that are looking the other way. Uh, uh, we had a lady admiring the fence that I, I just built. And she was driving down a road, and she drove her car into a, a gully. Oh, man. While she's looking at the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about quality. You know, <laughs> And like it's a little Volkswagen bug, and she like, she's like, you got a chain or something? You think you pull my car? And I go, I go, you know, I'd be worried that I'd hurt your car. I think you need to call somebody. We went and checked on her. Yeah. But, but I, I, and I did have this stuff to do it, but I was more worried that I would pull the car out and trash the bottom of the car. Yeah. So. You know, not that I didn't want to help her, but I didn't want to put myself in a predicament that, you know, uh, it's a car. You know? Yeah, exactly. Probably the, only, probably the only car she's got, you know. <laughs> but she's going, I was just admiring your fence, and I was going to ask you guys how much you charge. 
And the next thing I know, I'm in the gully, and I'm like, yeah, we heard it. <laughs> we heard it. And, and But we went and checked on her. She wasn't scared. She goes, I've got to tell you, this is the second time I've done this in my life. <laughs> wow. And then, you know, so she goes, somebody's pulled this car out before. If you got if you got a chain, could you pull me out? And I'm like, I go, let's, let's call AAA and have AAA come and do it. You know, we got a house down here. There's a telephone. And then some other guy stopped and pulled her out but I, I i just uh there are some things you want to help people with and that was one thing that i thought if if i trash her car she's gonna yeah. she's gonna be upset at me exactly yeah and, and so it's a hard thing to weigh out but uh you know our first the first thing was to make sure that she was okay and she was she there was she wasn't upset she's like i've done this before it's okay <laughs> That's funny. so. Oh my God. Uh, but but if uh, help out anybody you can, you know, um, this is the way you're going to do it. Uh, and like you say, thousands of people are going to see it. And uh, I, I would uh, look into the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I would get involved with that. You're a young Latino that's starting a business, a young entrepreneur, and any way you could push yourself to make your success happen, do it. And if you push other people to make you successful, what a what a what better thing would that be? You know, uh, that's what it, that's how that's how talk shows actually get uh, become successful. Yeah, become successful. You know, they're pushing other people around them and. Everybody's saying, well, you got to go to that guy because this guy's going to tell your story and he's going to let you just open up on the mic and and give yourself away, you know. And, uh, you know, who wants to be, okay, I got 10 questions for you and these are the answers I want. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody wants that, you know. Nobody well, wants that. I mean, I did I did send you some questions for the show, but like they're obviously those are all just markers for me just in case the conversation cuz I've had I've had guests on where they don't have anything to say, right? They they don't know how to hand, they don't know how to do an interview, so they're not comfortable behind a microphone. So, preparing the questions is for that person who's not comfortable, but like obviously, you know, you and I share the, you know, the skills, the gift of gab, so <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, uh, and uh, I know you're a Christian, and uh, you know I, I, to me, to me, when uh, the gift of tongues, to me, is to walk up to somebody and say something that touches them. Maybe they're not having the greatest day. Uh, Maybe they just need a little inspiration. I, I hate to say good morning to somebody or say how you doing and, and while I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, where, where would you be if you weren't here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, uh, so I, to me, uh, and I said this day for one time, you know, I said the gift of tongues to me is knowing what words to say to somebody. It's not, it's not uh, something that only uh, educated people know. It's it's a simple thing. It's a steak on the barbecue. It's coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's simple. It, it, 
to me, that's the gift of tongues, knowing how to get people, how to get their interest, to, to make them uh, feel better about themselves. It's, I mean, really to be able to communicate with their, with their spirit, you know, be able to say the thing that resonates with their spirit, because I, I understand what you're saying. And I, 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 I kind of agree with it. I agree with that because there's a time and place to say something, you know, and if you sure. know the time, place, you know, season or whatever, how they say it, time, place, season, yeah. whatever it is, if you know, and, and you can are, if I, you know, I guess reading the room and, and vibing on somebody, understanding like their perspective and feeling it and then knowing how to approach them and saying the right words that that communicate, that solve or that help them mentally, spiritually, whatever it may be, um, reach that next, you know, that 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 break. I don't want to say breakthrough, but, you know, there's some sort of I get what you're saying. I understand it. And I think yeah. I, I, I agree. That's what I, I want to do that. I want to do that in my interviews. I want to connect with the business owner, the nonprofit, the small, the freelancer like yourself, uncle. Um, I haven't even, I mean, like I just, I just started pressing record because you're dropping so many knowledge bombs. I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to, I had to, I didn't get to do an intro, but um, I'll go back and do an intro on this later. Once again, guys, you're listening to the average fells podcast. Today's guest is my uncle, my uncle Rudy. Um, Anyways, uh, I do, I want to, I do have a question that I really want to ask you because I think that your I guess you know your your experience I I feel that you and I have this in common is the be the ability to be able to tell stories and to be the ability to be able to talk to people um can you give me sort of how you approach those like a real practical way for the listener the person who's listening right now who's like I want to approach every conversation with like an open mind. Like how do you f- prepare yourself to walk into a situation where you need to, you know, talk to people because I think some people don't have that skill and that's the, something that I do. I can just talk forever. You know, I know you do it, but like, do you have like a real pre some people are like socially have social anxiety around these sorts of things. And well, you know what? Uh, that's again, that's you being positive with who you are, uh, you know, knowing who you are. Uh, like I told the kid that was looking at my job and questioning my job, I said, the first thing I'm going to tell you is this is my name. Nobody else is doing this job but me. So if I do, uh, excuse this, if I do shitty work, it reflects on me. And you know what? I don't do shitty work, yeah. you know, so you have to, uh, you have to be, despite wherever you come from, and there's a lot of people that, that come from really bad upbringings that are very successful, how that happens, I don't know, but I, but I know it has to do with your backbone, you have to be strong, you have to carry yourself strong, uh, regardless of what CEOs you're facing and the owner of whatever, you know, know who you are. This is what I bring to the table. This is who I am. Don't, uh, don't may, don't let anybody make you feel that you're less than they are. You know, I, you know, I, I faced a judge and a judge told me, I I want you to understand what your charges are. And I said, you know what? I'm sorry, sir. I didn't graduate, but there ain't no way in the world I'm going to accept what these police have charged me with. 
you know, don't don't let someone say that's who you are. You're yeah. you you are who you are. Getting back to grandpa, this is the way you hold your hammer. This is the way you do it. If you want to do it that way, take the damn hammer and do it yourself. And I would tell grandpa that. All right, I'm doing it the way I'm doing it. Yeah. It'll, he would get mad at me because I would be jackhammering something out. And I, I would throw the jackhammer at him. I'd say, here you go. Do it. It's your yeah. company. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that person. You know, I, I wanted, this is what's comfortable for me. Uh, and I don't know. I, I've always been a people person. Uh, I've never had a problem walking up to new neighbors and start, you know, talking with them and finding out who they were and, you know, where they came from. And, uh, you know, it's important to know who's around you. And uh, uh, maybe that person uh, has got some influences for you. You can't, you cannot walk over a rock and not turn it over, man. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what's under that. And same thing with people. There's doesn't matter where they come from, who they are, uh, what they don't have. Somebody's got something for er- for everybody. Exactly. And I met a. Uh, I got a really good friend, a longtime Marine, forty something years in the Corps, and uh, dedicated to the Corps. And he said, you know, for years I fought to have disabled people in the armed services there is something that somebody does better than somebody else regardless of their disability you know regard and a disability could be not being able to talk to somebody not being able to uh, get your point across not being able to uh, be in a crowd of people and feel like you're in that circle you know Make the circle. Be you know, walk into it and make it your circle. That's what you are. Yeah. That's who you want to. That's who you want to be. Yeah. I don't. I not only selling you this coffee. I'm going to tell you about everything. How it grows. Who grows it? Who picks it? When it's picked? The best time of the year it's picked. And and this is how they roast it under this under these conditions. You ain't never going to get a cup of coffee like this. This is it, man. Open your eyes with this cup of coffee. Open your eyes with my podcast. Listen to the people that are coming into my show. There might be one thing, uh, uh, again, stepping back, going back to Christianity. I didn't go to church to hear uh, 45 minutes of a sermon. I went to church to hear one thing that God was telling me. There's only one thing that he might say in that whole 45 minutes or 60 minutes of service that pertains to you. It's God speaking to you. The same thing here, the podcast, there might be, uh, it might be an hour show, but there's only one word that comes out and it's going to stick to your mind that whole, your whole day. And, and you're going to, you're going to rise to that word. You know, just like like I say in church, I'm sitting there and I hear something the pastor says to me. The rest of it didn't mean nothing, but the one word was what God wanted me to hear. Yeah. Okay. 
same thing here, brother. Same thing here. And I hope I don't lose you because my phone's going to die. No, it's all good. It's all good. You're, you're, you're good. You're still on here. So, so, uh, don't let, uh, any obstacle stop you. Don't let anybody say that you're not worthy. You're not, I'm better than you. You know, uh, you don't got this. I got this. You got bills. I don't have bills. You know, you got, you know, you got headaches. I don't got headaches. I get up every morning. If I want to go to work, you know, because I'm disabled now, if I want to go to work, that's my choice. You know, if I want to sit on the couch, that's my choice. I, I don't really like doing that. I, it's hard for me. It, it's really hard for me just to sit around. I know you've seen that with your dad, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, when, uh, grandpa couldn't, when, when grandpa couldn't hit the streets anymore, it was driving him crazy because he yeah. couldn't get out, you know, and, uh, I, I see that with your dad a lot, you know, he wants to do things and he shouldn't be doing anything. You know, I remember we were building that fence outside of the house yeah. and, and I told him, you need to get out of my way because if you fall down, I'm going to push you into the street. <laughs> you know? So I said, I don't got time to deal with you, you know. I go, I know you want to do stuff, but you don't need to be doing anything, you know. And uh, uh, he just uh, relentless uh, uh, want to be grandpa. Relentless person. old fart. That's what he is, man. He just does not <laughs> stop. And the funny yeah. thing is my mom and I, we have this we have this saying that he moves everything from one side of the backyard to the other side of the backyard. And then a month later, he moves it from one side of the backyard to the other side. You know what that is, man? That that's the Jackson Five thing, you know. Where uh, the, I don't know if you ever saw the Jackson Five story. Well, the father had a a bunch of concrete blocks in the backyard, a, a huge mound of concrete blocks. Mm -hmm. And when when the kids would mess up, he'd make them move the blocks to the other side of the to the other side of the backyard. So, that's a Jackson Five team with him. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's probably what it is. He's back there. <laughs> you know, well, Cool Hand Luke. Okay, uh, you know, I, I I watched movies and it made me think of who my father was. You know, and like like uh, just like Custard when he looked at little big man and said, "Well, son, you're you're a mule skinner. That's what your hands tell me you are." You know, we had no other. There was no other out for us. We were going to be contractors or something in construction which i never ever 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 wanted you know yeah uh, uh so uh uh um, cool hand luke is another movie about a guy that uh that gets arrested and he's on a chain gang and this guy is notoriously a notorious escaper you know, uh, he, he's escaped, I don't know how many chain gangs, and he gets put to this one Texas chain gang, and he meets this warden, and and uh, the warden uh, tells the the head uh, uh, cop of the prison, go get, go get Luke. So they bring Luke out to this, to this dirt, you know, and the warden says, boy, why is your dirt in my hole? And and Luke says, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what the heck did he call him? Uh, I, I'm sorry, boss man. I'll get the hole out of your dirt. He goes, boy, that dirt in my hole is six by six by six. And when I come back, that dirt better be out of my hole. 
Oh my gosh. So cool had so cool had a little digs this hole six by six by six. He comes back. The warden comes back. He goes, I got the dirt out of your hole, boss. He goes, son, why did you take the dirt out of my hole? Put that dirt back in my hole, son. He makes him fill the hole back up. And he goes, when I get back, that better be done. That was your grandpa. That's that's who your father is. <laughs> that, you know, the cool hat. You know, we got cool hand looped. That was our... Our, you know, the way our father tried to break us. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, it's like uh, uh, never really affected me. I kept on doing stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's exactly what happened to me too. <laughs> oh my so, god. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but those are things that made me. You know, I mean, during I can't I can work for anybody, and if they think they're if they think they're big shit, I said, I introduced you to my dad. He'd make you cry. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, uh, you know, you see guys that think they're, they're fast. And I go, you know, I've worked around fast people, but people that do work, excellent work, you know, one thing to be fast, but you got to do your job, right? You got to do yeah. any, any job you got, any job you got. It has to be done with your heart, man. It doesn't matter if you're just putting frosting on a damn donut. You have to do it with your heart, you know. Just yeah. to sit there and say, "I got a job, and I'm bringing home," uh, you know, or you know, somebody comes up to you and hands you a plate of food, and there's no love behind it. And uh, our grandmother, uh, your grandmother. Uh, uh, never had time to sit there and lecture us and have the mother's knows best conversations, but she did it with food. And if she put food in front of you, you know that she put her whole heart into that little plate of food. That's right. To make you happy. To show you her love. Yeah. So, show your love. Make your coffee, do your design, do your graphics, show your love that way. It's all going to come out that way. No matter your podcast, show your love. What I do, it's my heart. It's with my heart. You know, I, yeah. I work for this old guy. He's 84 years old. And, and he goes, I, I don't know how you figured this out without a, without a blueprint. And I, you told me what you wanted, and I saw I saw the vision. Saw it, yeah. And and then, and then you changed it. And so I had to, <laughs> and then I had to, you know, expand. I had to expand on my vision. And his daughter, uh, his oldest daughter, is a. Uh, oh man, she's a hard. She's hardcore, you know. So her son was the guy that was critiquing me, mm -hmm. and asking me about my job and what. I, why I did this and why is this this way and and then uh, he was thinking that nothing was level, so I left and he he got my level out in front of his grandpa and he starts checking everything, and he goes I can't find anything that's not right. Wow, it doesn't look right, Grandpa. And Rudy told me you're. You've got an optical illusion going on. You, I got poles that aren't cut because and the ground slanted some certain yeah, way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know. I said so. Don't pay attention to that. You know, my dad was a foundation man. Yeah. In 
anything you do, the foundation is the most important part. Your coffee, your foundation, it doesn't matter what you're pushing, that has to be all right on for the end product, the end product to be the end right. Product. Okay, so the beginning always has to, uh, foundation, family, life, God, yeah. your dreams, uh, and your number one, your lady, you know, that's the that's that stuff is it all revolves around the foundation and and uh, I told that kid, you know, if you want to start paying me, I'll listen to you a little more, but you really don't know what you're talking about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know you you wait till I build a deck. Wait till I build a deck. I go. The most important people to me is your grandfather and your grandmother. Those are the guys that are paying me, and you watch when this gets all done. And I guess one of uh, the, uh, let's see, Don, Don was the owner of the house, the man I was building the deck for. His brother had been in construction all his life, you know, so he comes out and he gets the level and he puts the level across and then he gets a, he gets a tape measure and he checks the square, you know, and he goes, in 27 feet, this thing is only off an eighth of an inch. An eighth of an inch in twenty-seven uh, feet. That's yeah, a total. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that tolerance. I'll pass that. You know, <laughs> Any so, city inspector would didn't uh, even see the eighth of an inch. So it's like, you know, like I told the kid, it's our name, it's your name, it's yeah. Zach's name that you're putting out there. Uh, it's not the coffee beans, really. It's your name. Uh, the product, the product is falling under you. It's not. It's not the product that you're falling under. The product is who you are, and uh, uh, anything anything I try to do, I, I do it because it's a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, I'm two people for sure. You know, I'm, I'm I'm one hell of a friend, or I can be one big big asshole. And uh, I, I don't like to go there. You know, I. Try to stay even kilter, and sometimes I get pissed off. You know, the other day the kid, the kid was helping me out. Uh, uh, I'm building this de- uh, fence for his uncle, and and uh, not his uncle, his his mom's husband, stepdad, I guess. So anyway, he's putting these screws in his pocket, and it's taking him like 40 seconds to grab a screw out of his pocket. And I'm like. You have to learn how to hold them in your hand. That way, you can just grab them with your finger. And and you know, I said, but we can't spend a minute to put one board up. Yeah, I, I could do it. I could do it faster by myself. But I'm trying to teach you something. Now, you may never ever build a fence again in your life. But if you do, you're gonna know what the process is. Yeah. And and maybe speed isn't your theme, but but we got somebody that's paying us and we got him, you know, well, paying me anyway. I don't know if you're, this is a family <laughs> thing for you or what, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, I know you're, when your mom talked to me, you know, she said that my son says you're a great teacher and, uh, uh, you know, grandpa was a person that I guess kind of, in one way, he, he kind of wanted respect through fear. 
And that's no way to get respect. At least I didn't feel it was a way for me to get respect, you know, his respect or make him think that I respected him because I wasn't afraid of him. Yeah. And uh, uh, to belittle somebody and think that I beat you, who who lost? What? Whose character? You smash somebody's character? That that's not a win. If somebody needs help up, you help them up. Uh, if somebody uh, doesn't know, man, breathe a little bit, and I, and it's hard for me to do that to stop and say, all right, I need to explain this to you. You know, that, that's a difficult thing. Uh, it's amazing what you learn from your children. Yeah. Uh, Tony taught me a lot. You know, there are battles to fight. And, you know, there were a lot of battles. And there are battles that you just say, uh, you know, that's nothing. Uh, one time he called me Rudy in front of in front of his brother. And, and Rudy jumped, and little Rudy jumped Tony. Don't you ever call him by his name. That's your dad. And I go, dude, that ain't no big deal. Your brother has called me way worse than Rudy. I can deal with that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a stupid fight, son. He, it's not that he doesn't respect me. I can't hear him all the time, so he has to call me Rudy so he, he gets my attention. Uh, he might be saying dad, 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 but I I'm, I can't hear him. You know, so so he screams out my name. So I so he gets my attention. I go. That is no big deal. Your your brother has called me a lot worse. So, you know, that's another thing. You got to pick your battles. You got to know when to say, enough's enough. I'm moving on to the next thing, you know. And yeah. uh, a, a, business, uh, a business will do that to you. There's going to be a lot of battles. And uh, uh, you got to know when to say, I got to go do something else and come back to this. Or I'm just going to drop this and, and go conquer something else. You know, and uh, uh, I work for a lot of friends, and they say you're hard-headed. It's it's not hard-headed. It's just that I had a, a father that was relentless, and uh, you know, it it, it kind of did that to me. And then my son Tony uh, did the same thing to me. Is either uh, cave into uh, okay, uh, this isn't going to happen. Uh, I, I kind of thought I'd be with Tony the rest of my life. I never thought in, uh, I never thought for once that I would not have my son Tony with me. I thought I would die with my son Tony with me. You know, he proved me wrong. Uh, so, uh, you learn, you can learn from anybody and, uh, you can teach anybody no matter who they are, where they come from, uh, somebody can be taught something. And, and uh, uh, be positive. And be good. Be a good human. You know, and it's difficult to do that in the world, in today's world. It's, it's yeah. hard to be a good human, man. And uh, uh, I, there's, there's a lot of things that frustrate me. And, and, you know, my wife gets really mad at me because I say things while I'm watching TV. But... <laughs> It's like <laughs> so you shouldn't say you shouldn't say that, but it's like I, you know what, man. I, 
that's just the way I feel, you know. And, and oh, man, uh, I think that life, uh, well, it's very true. God only gives you what you can handle. You know, He knows. He know, your life is your life. Your your whole life is a book, man, and He knows what page you're on. Yeah. And uh, uh, so. Uh, of course, we all try to stay in those lines of being good, and, and, and sometimes we run off the levee and and uh, go the opposite way for a while. But you know, uh, we were raised with with uh, our parents raised us to know the difference, and so of course we fade out once in a while. But we always come back to who our parents said you should be. And uh, uh, it's, uh, like I said, the gift of tongues is either knowing what to say or knowing not what to say. And, and just say, hey, here I am. You, you know, what do you, you, what do you need? And just, uh, you don't have to say it. You're going to know it. You know, just go in that room. That person's got somebody with them that needs somebody with them. It doesn't matter what you say or if you don't say and uh, uh, your business, you will, your product will speak for itself, but your name is speaking louder than your product. Okay, and same thing with our jobs and everything we do. You know, uh, uh, you know, like I say, all my friends say, I don't know how you do what you do with all that stuff you got going on with you, and you come out here and it's like, wow, bam, bam, you know, and I go, well. It, all that demo stuff is easy. You tear that stuff up. You might have a frustration, something that bothered you. You use that. You use that to get that part of the job done. You get that aggression out. Yeah. And then, and then you show yourself, you show who you are by finishing the job and finishing the job well, you know. And yeah. uh, 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 there are all kinds of methods to doing something. And making yourself strong. Uh, I look at your brother Luke, and uh, you know, watch him in his development of weightlifting, and and uh, he's doing what he's doing to make him strong mentally. Luke's an incredible person. You know, that's his power. All he's got to do is continue to use that. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. If you want to be that. You're gonna be that if if you don't have if you don't have the gonads to be that you're not gonna do that. Uh, Grandpa said uh, it doesn't matter what kind of paper you have if you don't have the balls to use it. What good is it? Yeah. He goes, you know, educated, there are a lot of educated people. They just ain't got the guts to use it. Or they let somebody belittle them. Or yeah. someone say, you're, you're nobody, you're nothing. You know, uh, this is, you know, and it's like, no, you know, I didn't come here to work for your company. I came here to take it over. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't, uh, what do you want to be? You know, you get a job at McDonald's. Well, I certainly don't want to be you. I want to be the head of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's the way you got to, you got to look at your, your life and what you do. This is, no, this is, this is what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to be the Juan Valdez of this coffee bean. Yeah. And, and, 
if you want to be a part of this in any fashion, maybe you want to just make wine, maybe you you want to uh, be a clothing designer, come come and walk with me, man, and we'll go do this all together. We'll do this all together, you know. And uh, I don't think that was one thing uh, our our father didn't teach us was we could be a company. It wasn't a, it wasn't about us, man. We were we were we were just pawns, you know. We were bodies. That's yeah. all. We could have been a big company, and and a, and a good company, but that that we were just pawns. And uh, I'm not looking to be a big company. I'm just looking to stay happy. And, and that's and when that's, I when I <clears throat> go ahead. That, well, that's my goal. You know, I I feel like there's. The podcast, it doesn't, I'm not trying to reach millions of that. I mean, I would love to, because for the small business, for the nonprofit, for the independent artist, it would mean the world to them. If, a th- if you know, 10,000 people heard their, their pro heard about their product, you know, it would mean the world to them. If they, if someone was like, I make goat soap, organic goat soap, and I want to share it with the world because I love that it's a sustainable product. And, you know, I get to farm goats and the goats live happy lives or whatever. Right. And then. You know, you don't need to sell t- 20 million of them. You just need to sell enough to be happy, you know. And that's the thing about yeah. my my coffee idea right now is, you know, I'm I want to the roast is I'm a cop. You, you know me, uncle. I worked at Starbucks. I love coffee. And so for me, it's like, you know, here's my vision where I partner with the small guys, the average fellows. I promote them. But, you know, if you love what I'm doing, partner with me, get a subscription. Right. And the, right. But the idea like you kind of talking behind the idea behind that is that you know i want it it being personable and being able to say here's the product it's second to none you can go online and look at other coffee subscriptions but they don't have a purpose i do my purpose is to help the average fella behind my co- i'm not just selling you beans i'm selling you you know i'm selling you a story that you can help you are actively participating in helping the average fella reach their dream right such as myself right, right. such as these nonprofits. And to be successful, I think, you know, if I can get upwards of a thousand subscriptions on it, I think I would be able to, you know, take a little bit of that and be able to just produce the show and also be able to, you know, provide a little bit of, you know, cash here at my house. You know, I I don't have, I don't need a, I don't need a mansion. I just need to be able to live. So for me, what is important to me is my family and my wife, you know, my my family, my extended family, my wife, my dog, you know, like that's my, that's what's important to me, you know, and obviously my, my, my faith. And so what do I need to do to continue to have access to those things? And what I'm, what I love to do is I love to entertain people. You know, that's that's why I think that's why I was a pastor for a while because I, I loved people's eyes on me to be in the, the limelight. Right. Right. So how can I, so my idea that podcast was like, I get to do that. I get to be a part of the entertainment. I get to produce something that people listen to and still get to be a little bit of an entertainer, but I get to do it in a way that is 
that is has purpose behind it by interviewing the nonprofit, the small business, the independent artist, the freelancers such as yourself, right? And the thing, the stuff that we're talking about, Uncle, is like real stuff. We're real people, you know. Like you're sharing your heart with me in this conversation. Like somebody out there heard this today. I don't know who it is. You know, there could be 45 downloads on this episode. There could be 100 on this episode. I'm not sure yet. You know, however it makes its way out there, and somebody listens to Rudy Hernandez, they listen to me, Zachary Hernandez, whoever it is. They listen to us and they get, a, like you said, that one word. The one word that you said to me today that stuck out a lot was don't walk past a rock and don't and, and never unturn it because you don't know what's under there. So every rock is valuable now to me. So if there's a relationship, I need to, you know, what is don't, you know, don't just pass that person by. Don't just pass that human by without turning over the rock, without actually asking them, you know, who are you? You know, I guess it, it makes it, it means that to me. It's sticking out to me because I think to be successful, I need to continue to flip over every rock and and ask the right question, right? And be like, hey, who's this? Or what is that? What is this person doing? Um, I guess it's, you know, it really sticking out to me. And I really appreciate that. I, I'm trying to actively highlight some of those, some of those main, those, those ideas because the listener out there, I mean, obviously they're listening to us. And I think that's a way right. people learn. They learn by listening. That's one of the ways we learn is by listening. And so, I want to highlight that note for you. If you're a small business, you're a nonprofit, you know, don't leave a stone unturned. In video games, we do this thing called completionist. That means that you, every avenue that you can play or every rock or every thing that you can open, every chest, every nook and cranny in the game that you can explore, you do. Because you cannot leave any, your success is dependent on every stone being overturned, right? Right, right. And so for- for you guys out there listening, take that to heart. That's a that's a highlight moment. It is for me. So, um, Uncle, I want to keep asking you some more of these questions because I think you. I mean, I really appreciate what you're, what you're sharing with me right now and what you're sharing with the listeners. Um, it, you're doing more than you know because you're. It's really inspiring to hear the, hear these things from me because I I I know what you're talking about when you talk about you know my grandfather being ruling with an iron fist. Um, my dad was, you know, my, my relationship with my dad today has never been more comfortable and never been more successful. And, and I have to, I mean, I've gone through, I've been in, I've gone through therapy, you know, there's things. I've gone through therapy too at the bottom of a bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, that's the Hernandez way right there, man. That's how we solved a lot of our problems. <laughs> hey, I was thinking about branding a whiskey, so you never know. I might, I might brand a whiskey. You never know. <laughs> I'll have to hit up my cousin in Tennessee for that one, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Get some shine out here in SoCal. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but, you know, I, I do know, I, and it means a lot to me that you share that stuff because I felt that in my life growing up, my dad would tell me, you hold the hammer this way. And, um, but the, th- but now, now that I'm older, I see what his intentions were. And I know that my dad has taken a step further than what my grandfather did as far as being more of a father instead of a teacher, like a, or a, or a, or a ruler, right? My grandfather, well, he'd be, he, he's become a teacher, not a ruler. Right, exactly. You know, it, it becomes, you know, and that's... He's becoming that's, a teacher, you know, and yeah, now he, he's reaching that point in his life. Like you said, there's certain things, there's fights that you don't need to fight. There's hills that yeah. you don't need to die on, and you need to learn to pick your battles, right? And my dad and I, 
we had those issues where we would never, we wouldn't see eye to eye. And I would always tell him like, let me do it by myself. And which is so funny is that the last, the last couple of years I was living with my parents, I would always tell my dad, dad, I would rather do this by myself than do it with you because you're just going to get on my nerves. And I would tell him to, to, you know, and that's, it was a strange part of our relationship where I just did not want to do anything with him because of that, the tension be, between him you know, wanting to be a ruler instead of a teacher or a partner. Right. So, right. But right. I think in every man's journey, every man's journey, they have this, you know, when I was talking to my therapist, my, my therapist is talking about in every man's journey, you know, you have to discover that your father is no longer, your father sees you as a challenge at some point. And then at one point you need to show, demonstrate to your father that you are no longer a threat or a challenge to him, but you are a partner. So, Seeing that now that I'm older and hearing that from my therapist and engaging my dad that way and saying like, dad, you're not a competitor. You're my partner. You're my friend, you know, has changed our relationship dramatically, man. Like, I mean, it's talk about day and night. You know, I would never, some of the things I talk about with my dad today, I've never been able to share like ideas. Like this is a brilliant idea that I'm working on. And if my dad tells me, you know, something like, son, you're, you know, you're talking to yourself, you're talking to the wind or whatever. He doesn't agree with it. Today, now more than ever, I can let that go and be like, this is my, I'm pushing my cart. You're not pushing my cart. So whatever, dude. Right, right. We all, we all walk a different walk of life. And, and, uh, that was one thing that I had, I was never in fear of grandpa Mm -hmm. and he wanted me to be. And, and, uh, I, I, you know, Hey, you think, you think that was effed up? Hold my beer, you know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care, and I, I still really don't care today. You know, I, I hear stuff from, from your tias, and and it's like, you know, I, I'm not asking for anybody's help. I, this is my life, you know, and uh, you know, if you think that was a screw up, I, I'm not dead yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not trying to. I'm really not trying to. Uh, I'm trying to achieve my happiness. Yeah. That's all that matters to me is happiness. And, uh, uh, and there's, you just get glitches sometimes, you know, and, and nobody walks the way any – nobody does the same walk as anybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have to uh, – uh, you have to you have to do what you want to do that makes you happy, man. And you, uh, there are, you know, things that Grandpa said that that stick with me. The overturning the stone, he wouldn't have said it that way. He would have said, "Always, always watch your steps. Look to your next step. What's going to be, which is going to be the right way to go." basically is what he was saying he couldn't say that like your dad couldn't say maybe i maybe you should think about doing something else not like well that's a bullshit thing you know uh, you're 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 in the fantasy world exactly he doesn't know how he doesn't know how to say it any other way because it was beaten into him that it was verbally beaten into him that if you don't sweat while you're working or why are you going to sweat in the gym and it doesn't pay you any money. When you can come out to a job, bust your ass and make money. Yeah. Okay. 
those are the things our father would say to us. That doesn't make it. Why are you why are you running and sweating? It's not paying you any money. It's what makes me happy. Wow. Yeah. You know. You know that I I go out and run so I can breathe. You know, and and uh, you you know those are the things our father said to our father said to us. And I don't know what there's you know the three boys and and. Uh, we all took what he said differently, and uh, Gil. I don't know. If, I don't know what Uncle Gil's feelings are about, you know, uh, our father. Really, I really don't know his feelings, you know. But we all had a different hand of at his idealistic way of upbringing us, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I certainly uh, I wasn't like your dad, and. Uh, I didn't hold my trowel the way he wanted me to hold the trowel, and I didn't hold my hammer there. And, and uh, you know, I, I tried not to let it reflect the way I was a father, and I know, I know that it did. You know, I know that I did, and I never uh, – and not primarily because uh, I didn't have the support of a good wife in my first marriage, you know. So I had to try to be both people. Uh, to come home and try to understand what my kids were going through because their mother wasn't there for them, and but also be strong and say, you know, pick yourself up. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, you, you're going to have to do this the rest of your life. There's no, you're here. Squareness and levelness, and it's up to us to create our foundation and the end product of our foundation uh nobody nobody is uh nobody should tell you how to live and how you should feel you should have you know you have your own feelings and and your own prospects on what your future is going to be uh I don't reach for the, the top of the ladder. I just want to get up on a run. And if I'm lucky enough to get up on the next run, I'm going to take it. Um, it took me a long time to figure out a lot of things that Grandpa said to make sense of all of it. Something you said, you know, uh, during the interview was... Uh, your dad and you were finally clicking, you know, uh, Rudy, the highlight of me being a father, uh, with, with one of my sons. And of course with Tony as well is, is when Rudy called me up and told me, I, I finally understand what you meant at the time when I was a little kid and you gave me all these, I used to give Rudy long talks and, in the best way I could, the only way I knew how, you know, I, I always tried to, to tell him something and give him, um, uh, a reason why and why not. And, um, and then when he was about, man, maybe in his late twenties, you know, he called me up and he goes, I, I look at people and I look at things around me and everything you said makes sense now, dad. And uh, when I was little, I didn't understand any of it. And I used to hate those, those conversations we had. 
And he goes, but now that I'm a, I'm coming up as a man, and I listen to people every day, everything you said makes sense. Can't let nothing beat you down. Because life is, who knows how long life is. God gives it to us every morning. It's up to us to accept the challenge that he gives us. It's a challenge. It's a challenge to do right and wrong. It's a challenge to be a purpose in somebody's life. That's what God gives us. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody tell you you're not living right. Live for yourself. Be your man. Be the cup of coffee that everybody's gonna, that everybody's gonna want to sip on in the morning. Yeah. You know, hey man, that guy Zach, he does this, and he's got some inspirational people on his show, or. He's just inspired me to go to my next level, you know, and that's what you, that's what you want to achieve in life to, to know that somebody made it off you and, and they come back and say, man, you did, you did something for me and I am who I am because of that. Yeah. That, uh, all the worldly possessions don't mean nothing until someone says that. When someone says that to you, man, that is everything. And and I had a young man do that to me. A guy that worked for me, man, I, I want to say 25, 27 years ago. And uh, we, we, we finally met up after 18 years. And the guy's a successful contractor, very successful. You know, he, he told me, he told his buddies, he goes, this is the guy that got me involved in construction. This guy gave me all the ground level experience. And I realized that I could be really successful at it if I put my head to it. But Rudy's the responsibility, really responsible for giving me the basics you become the contractor that I am. And he's a big contractor in Maui, big contractor, a guy very well off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was just like, wow. I, you know, I've had people tell me you're a mess up. You're never going to achieve anything. You're always going to be a screw up. That was the first person that ever told me you made me who I am. And that's what you want to do. That's what you want to hear. You know, hearing it from my son was was a big, uh, an incredible uh, experience, yeah. you know. And him realizing, and we all do eventually realize that our fathers were right. They just didn't know how to say it to us. That, that is so and, true. And uh, now, like I said, we got a basic foundation from our parents. It's up to us to develop our own foundation and how we're going to carry somebody to the next level. Yeah. Carry ourselves to the next level, but it's important to bring people up around you. Uh, I got in trouble uh, many times. I got in trouble one time and your grandfather took me to a meeting you know, and Grandpa belonged to this thing called the Optimist Club. 
and he takes me to this meeting. He tells me, dress up. I'm taking you with me, you know, so I, I get dressed up, and he takes me to this meeting with all these bankers and some attorneys and people from San Jose, uh, Parks and Recreations, and uh, members of this club. Your grandpa was like the secretary of the club. He's networking. And so anyway, I, I, I screwed up, got in trouble, got expelled from school, and he takes me to this meeting, and he says, you can have anything you want on the menu, man. There's lobster, T-bones, you know, filet mignon, all, anything you want, you can have. All right, all right, so cool. I'm not really thinking about anything other than I'm going to get my ass chewed out. Right. You know? And uh, so anyway, he never says anything. I just sit at the meeting and listen to all these guys talking and hashing out things that are going down in San Jose and how uh, they want to help do this and do that and do this. A bunch of wild off people, no, but no, no little buddy, you know, no, nobody's a bunch of, a bunch of who's who's at this meeting and your grandpa's all involved with it. So we get done. We're going for a ride. We're driving down the road and I think your grandpa's taking me to the office. You know, he gets off, uh, I don't know, like on downtown San Jose, you know, and we're driving and, and uh, then he takes another turn and I'm like, oh man, we're not going to the office. Wow, this is interesting. And, uh, you know, he drives up to juvenile hall and he tells me, you know how much money I make? And I said, I, I don't have any idea. He goes, your mother doesn't know either. I tell you what, I make enough money to put you here till you're 18 years old, and I wouldn't even blink an eye. Wow. So think about the people in your circle. You see the people in my circle? Successful people. If you want to hang out with a bunch of losers, you're going to be a loser. So, you know, not everybody's a loser. Some people just need a handout, man. Yeah. Uh, some people take the wrong road. At the end, they come out shining. Yeah. Nobody, no rock, no rock should be stepped over, man. You don't know what they're going to do for you. You don't know if that, you know, hearing that, my friend Jude say, this, this was the guy who set me up in construction. I was just a punk kid. I was only 16 years old. I was a headbanger. I smoked weed every day. And now I, I'm the owner of one of the biggest construction companies and the best construction companies in Maui. Wow. And, and he travels all over the place. And, uh, you know, it, it was, that was awesome. That was awesome. You know, I mean, uh, just to be recognized, you know, and uh, uh, somebody's going to recognize you. I, I recognize you. I look up to you already. You're uh, you're doing things that were on my mind, but like Grandpa said, I just didn't have the gonads to do it. You know, and and I had to find my way. And I had to break away and find my way. And construction, construction wasn't my way. I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm fortunate that I, I was trained as a young man and and uh, given all these uh, all these Skills. lessons, and, and I'm able to use them. 
and survive on them or, or have a little bit more, you know, I mean, that's basically what it's doing for me. It's giving me a little bit more and, and, uh, uh, and watching people happy about the end result. That's what turns me on. And that's what makes me happy. Wow. Yeah. You know, so same thing with you and your, your podcast, man, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Be happy. Be happy. You and your lady sit down and share that cup of coffee together in the morning inspire each other be strong for each other because this world will eat you up man if you let it and people and on the other hand people will eat you up if you let them your choice on how you want to push somebody to the right or to the wrong like the people like i say i hate when people say well hey how you doing oh, i'm here yeah well, hell, you know, what the hell does that mean? Were you going to commit suicide or something? You know? I, mean, I know, man. Wow, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, anyhow, uh, I, I'm going to head out to a job and uh, do something I'm just doing for a friend. And uh, uh, But uh, it definitely, those are the things that make me happy, man. Doing stuff, you know, going down and helping out. The dark princess Aunt Bertha, you know. I mean, <laughs> uh, those are the things that make me happy, you know. And uh, anybody, anybody in my family, for that matter, you know, and, and anybody walking, uh, there's always something you can do to make somebody feel good about themselves, and uh, and it just an acknowledgement if that's what it takes for someone to say, "Damn, that's what I needed." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. Anyhow, uh, I'll cut you loose, and I'm really sorry about not having my phone prepared for this. I didn't, I didn't know how long the interview was going to go. Oh, don't even worry about it, Uncle. Don't even worry. I really but, appreciate uh, you being on the show. I really do. Uh, no, I hope that. Uh, hopefully, we'll do it again. Yeah, we will do it again. Hey, Uncle, do you want to we'll shout anybody out? You want to shout anybody out before before we sign off today? Just go to shout out anybody. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I love you, man, and God bless you both, and. Have a great day. All right, Uncle. I'll talk to you later, right? Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Love it. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, guys. Another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. Uh, Big shout-out to my Uncle Rudy. Uh, Man, I love you, Uncle. You're the best. Uh, Man, you're you're a great guy. You're, You're honest to God, a great guy, and you're a friend. You're not just my uncle. You're a friend. So I appreciate you joining the call, Uncle. Uh, you know, it's just good to have you and hear your voice again and uh, be able to chat with you, talk about some real life stuff. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate the value that you bring to the episode with your experience in life and uh, just being able to be vulnerable and be uh, own up to it. And I just really appreciate you being being able to do that. Uh, so once again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. Hey guys, don't forget, you can check us out www.averagefellows.com. We're doing some cool things there. Love you. Hey, uh, if you got a story and you want to share it, small business, nonprofit, shout out, hit me up. 